Hi, and welcome to Scissors and Scrubs. This is Laura, only Laura. We recorded a New Year's um, episode, and it was great, really funny, about New Year's resolutions, um, the main two, losing weight and smoking. And as the kids say, it glitched, and we can't put it out tomorrow. Um, something happened to the recording. However, with that being said, we did an interview of a friend of Nicole's, um, about her weight loss surgery journey, since I talk about that as the New Year's resolution. Um, and it's a great interview. We were going to put it out as a uh, an extra episode next Monday. But since we're having a problem with our episode, we're going to play that for you now. And then next Monday, we will play our whole New Year's resolution episode. Um, I hope you enjoy it. Jen is amazing. She told an amazing story. And then next week, we'll hit all the details of weight loss surgery so you can understand it a little better. Um, Happy New Year and we will, you'll hear from us next week. We have Jen here who um, I've known for a very long time and she had a gastric bypass six years ago. So we're going to have her share her story and I think we'd like to start with what was your decision to do this? What, what was the final straw you were like, I got to get this done? So my decision was long. Um, I looked into it four times in my life. Uh, prior to, well, the fourth time is when I decided to actually follow through with it. Uh, first time I was 25, had no insurance, was doing it primarily uh, not to get healthy, but to find a husband. Um, doctor said, unless you are sitting on like 15 grand that you want to hand to me, um, you're probably going to want to go get insurance. Well, I was That's a hairdresser. A lot of money, huh? Yeah, it was a lot of money. A lot of money to get healthy. So I was like, um, okay, the only way I'm going to do that as if I get married because I need somebody with health insurance because I'm a hairdresser. <laughs> so that's the, how that went. So, um, and then um, I, we were trying to get pregnant. So I then I met my husband and he married me even though I was fat and he's, he's overweight too. Man. Well, he is a wonderful man, but he was overweight too. So we were like two chubbies off and running. <laughs> and uh, we were. Um, so we are looking at <laughs> He's adorable. I, yeah, he is. Okay. He's a sweet guy. Yeah, he is. Um, so, um, and then we tried to get pregnant and faced a lot of infertility problems. And the first doctor I went to took one look at me and my BMI and said, um, I absolutely won't work with you. You're such you a high risk. Me? I'm not. Um, and he told me I should leave the office and go. The girl that worked for him, his secretary, had had gastric bypass. He introduced me to her and said, uh, you, some should, bedside manner, huh? you should go and do this and lose weight. And then you probably won't need me anyway. Okay. So I left. I cried. And, um, which I'm not a huge crier, but it was no, like, but, a, I mean, that was a like a hit. punch in the gut, that's a you know? Hit to your, um, so then honest. I went, um, north of Boston to a place that I had never, a hospital I'd never been to before and sat through their info session. And I looked around and I saw a lot of people very overweight. Um, and instead of identifying with any of them, I just compared myself and I wasn't on a walker. And I didn't have really any health issues at the time, except for the fact I couldn't get pregnant. Um, I, you know, I didn't have oxygen, an oxygen tank behind me. Um, so I was thinking, I'm not like these people. And I talked to some girlfriends and they said, you know, if this situation was reversed, the whole infertility thing, you would tell us immediately to get a second opinion. 
So that's what I did. And I got a second opinion and the doctor worked with me. Um, there were some tricky factors because of my weight. Um, none of them with like the medication, but, um, when they ended up doing egg retrieval, they didn't want to put me under because they were a clinic. Um, so the first one I did awake, which I was the only, I was only the second person to make it through that. That's painful. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was. Um, the second anesthesiologist, when I needed my next retrieval, took one look at me and he said, what did they do to you last time? You're fine. You have a neck. He was a big dude. I knew, (laughs) I knew right away he'd knock me out. I knew right away looking at him. I was like, oh, this is my guy. He probably had more experience too. Uh, This is my guy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So anyway, I made it through that fine. We ended up having twins in October of, uh, 2008, um, in 2010, I went for the third time to an info session, brought my husband with me. We left. He thought it was an absolute cult. Um, he like was, it was ridiculous. He really? was so mad. He was so fucking mad. <laughs> Matt hated the doctor, hated the people, hated everything about it. Didn't want me to do it. Could he specify what he hated? Um, he just thought it was a cult. He thought it was like a big bag of lies. And that they were just surgeons trying to make money. Interesting. And didn't understand why I wanted to do it. Um, so and he wasn't supportive at all about it? No. No, no, no. That was like end of the summer, beginning of the fall of um, 2010. And my husband ended up having a stroke October 30th, 2010. So but needless to say. They're young. They, we're my, not talking this guy. Yeah, like he was 80, like 41. Young. They were young. Um, but. He had other stuff. He actually said he'd come on if you ever want to talk about stroke and open heart surgery. Well, we'll talk about that during stroke <laughs> yeah, month. Yeah, woo. He had open heart? Uh, yeah, because he had a he had a ASD. So oh, he, they had to should. catch his heart. So mm-hmm. after, so. Um, I just wanted you to say hot again. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> Guess where I'm from. No, no. <laughs> um, so needless to say, because of all that that went on in his recovery at the time, the big gastric bypass got blown out of the water. So, um, luckily after the open heart surgery, he recovered, um, he recovered from the stroke, all that. Um, I, I think for two weeks didn't eat during that time. And then I ate like it was my job. I was stressed out. I had two little kids. I have my own business. I had a husband recovering. So not, I was overweight before, but when I say I put on, I easily put on 50 pounds. Oh at God. that, like after that, um, and and fast, I feel like fast looking back. Um, well, the older we get, the quicker it goes on. Well, <laughs> true, and I just couldn't handle it, and yet I wanted everyone to think I could handle anything. Right. You know, it's just the way I am. <laughs> so, um, I was approaching my fortieth birthday, and the kids were almost five, and I was almost forty. Um, and I couldn't keep up with them. I couldn't do so many things. Mm-hmm. I was so tired all of the time. Um, and I was sick of feeling like shit. I didn't think I could go on an airplane. I had to ask for a seatbelt extender. Yeah. I didn't feel like I could take them to Canopy Lake. Or, you know, miraculously, I could take them to Disney. Because Disney has the best seatbelts ever. Yeah. Um, I don't know why airplanes can't <laughs> hook up with, like, Disney technology. Well, in, to, like, airplanes were economy. I mean, like, fat people. But 
I needed uh, a can opener to get out of my seat. I just went on a trip ridiculous. and I was like, it was so um, tiny. Yeah, ridiculous. So anyway, um, I went to actually the first doctor that I had originally seen when I was 25 um, because he had um, the best um, recommendations that I had heard in the So area. you had done research. You would I was into I had yes, and I had I had done research kind of all along. Um mostly the th- before the third time. Um you know, that got blown out of the water. So I I have a ton of people in my life that had had it. Um people that I was really close with that uh, like family to me, really good friends. They were super successful. Um you know, I was envious and jealous and I wanted what they had. Um, so I talked to my husband. I um, He was way less angry than he was. The I, I think he just knew that I was serious. And I think he knew that we both needed to do something. Yeah. And the stroke was probably a big wake up. I just said to him, like... I can't go on like this. I'm exhausted. We're like, we work so hard to have these kids. I'm not giving them a good life. Right. I'm not, you know, and they're going to go to school and they're going to get made fun of because of us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kids are mean. Yeah, you know what I mean? Are. Kids you're are right. mean. You're right. If you're going to be mean, that's one thing about, you know, you're too fat, you're too thin, you're too tall, you're too whatever. You know, kids are always going to find a thing, but I don't want to be your thing. Right. I don't want to give them something. I don't want to give anybody ammo against my kids. Um, <clears throat> so I went in. It's a local hospital. It wasn't one of the big hospitals in town. Um, I do know people that have had work there um, and very successful as well. But I felt very, very confident in this doctor. Um, and I went in and I listened to every single thing he said and his staff. I did everything by the book. Um, and so October 7th of 2013, I had my gastric bypass. What kind of, what do they prep you with? How do they counsel you? Like, what do you do before Um, you have it done? There was, so I had to meet with a therapist, um, to be clear, to make sure I wasn't crazy and uh, (laughs) I fooled her. So, (laughs) uh, so met with, you only had to meet with her once. Um, and then I met with a nutritionist, um, but I had been, you know, I've been on every diet in the world since the age of seven. Seven was the first time I walked into a Weight Watchers meeting. Are you kidding me? I'm not. I literally have been fat since birth. 10 pounds, four and a half ounces. I was like six months old when I came out of the womb. I was 23 and a half inches long. They kept saying I was walking, chewing gum. I was, seriously, it was like. Where's the baby? That's the baby. No, that baby's six months. Where's the new baby? I was as big as my... My mother's like five feet nothing. Yeah. Literally, she looked like a tiny shrunken thing holding this robust baby. Um, but yeah, so I, I had been on every diet. I've gone to countless nutritionists through the years. Um, so she didn't really tell me anything I didn't know. And I like to think that I knew everything. And I like to think that I did everything right. But obviously, being over 350 pounds, you're not doing something right. right. Something's right. wrong. Right. Um, so anyway, I felt like I needed the help at that point. And it was just, it was one of the first times in my life that I actually reached out and said, like, I can't do this on my own. Because if I could, I would have. So day one, you come out of anesthesia. Now it's a whole new life. What are we looking at? Um, no, um, only water for the time in the hospital. 
um, first it was IV and then it was sips. How of, long were you in the hospital after? The I was in the hospital. Um, so I had the full bypass. I didn't have, it was laparoscopic, um, but it was the uh, Ruin Y um, full bypass, um, which is what he recommended because I had been overweight my entire life. So he said the bypass part was um, really crucial for me because that keeps your absorption at bay. So if you restretch your stomach at some point, you won't ever absorb the amount of calories, even if you start eating more. Um, So I came out, I felt pretty good. Um, You know, my hospital stay, I mean, hospital stays are hard. You know, you got like random people in the bed next to you. And you have two little kids at home too. Um, I got two kids at home. I was, you know, I was worried about going through it. But honestly, um, it was not that bad. I had five little um, punctures in my stomach. Um, They were sutured and and glued, I think. Um, You know, but like no staples. They weren't huge. They didn't hurt that much. Um, They were pushing dilaudid into my uh, IV. And I was like, I don't need that. I was retching. That was awful. Like, I just don't do well with that. Um, So they even took me off that very quickly. Um, So I think I was in the... Sorry. I think I was in the hospital. Uh, I went in on a Tuesday. I came out on a Friday. Okay. So, yeah. No life at home. Um, so, and and I guess a lot of people at the time anyway um, were still in a lot of pain at that point. And the doctor came in to, to discharge me and I was like stretching over like the back <laughs> of a chair trying to unplug like my phone charger. And he's like, I guess you're all right. And I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. good. Can I get the heck out of here? You know? Um, so yeah, I went home. Um, the kids, you know, like I said, they were almost five at the time, so they weren't infants. I didn't have to pick them up. Um, they were very happy to have me home. Um, I was exhausted, like exhausted to a point, like I had had, you know, multiple things in my life. Um, you know, I had an accident when I was 19 that I shattered my face, got that put back. You know, like it wasn't my first time with surgery. I had a C-section, you know, when I was 35 mm-hmm. with twins, came through that, went back to work three and a half weeks later standing. You know, I I'd never run into major problems. And I, it's not that it was a major problem, but I was it, like, I couldn't do anything. But that was the nutritional piece. That really didn't have to do with like the, the, anesthesia, surgery the anesthesia or like the healing. Because you're getting nothing. It was it was nothing. It was, you know, very thinned out protein shakes. And I had like a sip and a half. And you were maybe. Full. And I was like, I'm gonna die. Like I feel like I'm gonna die. Really? Yeah. It was just so full. Yeah. Yeah. So and like I kind of want to throw up. I kind of want to, I don't think I should throw up. Everything's, you know, rerouted. So what's the first solid food you had? Uh, well, I mean, it's not really solid, but pudding. Yeah, sugar-free pudding. I could have it, I don't even remember, like a month out maybe. How long did it take before you could start eating food? A long time. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say long, probably how- eight weeks. In that eight weeks, and that was like lost? scrambled eggs. Mm. Um, eight weeks is a long time. Yeah. So October seventh, um, I went in weighing, I think three three thirty. I had been three fifty two at the highest. Mm-hmm. I went in weighing like three thirty. I know that by um, 
I did a wedding in January um, for a client up in New Hampshire, and I attended the wedding because I'm friendly with her. Um, and I know at that point um, I weighed um, two fifty. So you lost almost a hundred pounds in like four months. 80. Well, yeah, like eighty. That's a lot. Y- yeah, that's wow. yeah. Like two, you know, I was checking off all the boxes, and I was supposed to lose about twenty pounds a month, and it, it makes it easy because you can't eat. But also, I wasn't going to be the person that didn't hit the mark. Right. So I was very aware. I was weighing myself all the time to make sure I was hitting the mark. That's stressful. Well, yeah. That's stressful. It's, yeah, that I put on myself. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's like insane. So side effects. Um, if you need to take a break and take a drink, go ahead. Because we can pause <laughs> we, it we and can, he can edit, yeah, it. can edit it. That's what his job is. What is going on with your stomach? I keep hearing like a war, like a, like your stomach's hurting. Uh, then I must be hearing shit. I'm sorry. Like literally. I'm like, what's going on with it? What okay. was, okay. What was the question? What were your side effects? Oh, my side effects. Um, so I still throw up. I threw up last night. Are you kidding? I'm not. Six years later. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't like that at all. So, what is it that'll trigger it? First, I first I thought it was chicken because it was every time I ate chicken in the beginning, and then I realized it wasn't chicken; it was how I ate chicken, um, because you have to eat incredibly slowly, incredibly slowly. Um, I'm not a slow person. Mm-hmm. I don't do anything. I would slow. be lost I'm because I'm Massachusetts. Yeah. I like to multitask. I'm a mother of two. Yeah. I like to get shit done. <laughs> gotta eat, gotta get out, gotta um, do shit. It, absolutely. Um, so sitting down with a napkin at a table yeah. and chewing every bite to oblivion is very difficult for me. Yeah, yeah. I can, I it's a lot of work, to... you yeah. know? It's a lot of time. Um, so if you eat too fast, if you don't chew properly, it cannot go through the bottom of your stomach, which is a tightened hole that leads to the next pat. Um, and I literally can feel it get stuck and it can't go through and it feels like I've swallowed a cinder block and the only thing that can happen is to get it back up oh man of shevitz man of shevitz nope 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 so that's the bit that was the biggest you know the trigger foods like chicken chicken was um it still can be um, and then like last night I had, um, three bites of ice cream. So dairy, I think it's the sugar. So can I eat sugar? Yes. Can I have a Hershey kiss? Yes. Can I have more than one Hershey kiss? No. Really? Not at a time. And I, there's something about ice cream. Although when I say I loved <laughs> ice cream, like loved, I loved it. Um, I wanted to be like Mrs. Ben and Jerry. Um, I, and I can't, which, and that's part of why you do this. Yes. Like, because, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's certain things you can't really complain about because you wouldn't have ended up on the table right. if you could control your eating of the Ben and Jerry's. Right. 
Right. You know, so, um, yeah. So I had like three bites because I'd taken my kids and, you know, they were full and I didn't want to throw it out. And I wanted a bite. Like I wanted a couple bites and like ice cream, you know, a bite of soft serve is like, you think it's not that big of a deal. Um, and sometimes I can have a bite or two and it's not that big of a deal. And I just think I screwed myself and had the third bite. Because that last Jimmy. And the, it, it was Jimmy's. It was Jimmy's on it. It was Jimmy's with Jimmy twist. It was so good. Oh, Going were they, down. Were they chocolate or rainbow? Like, they were chocolate. Oh. My favorite. I'm dying for you. So, yeah. So, but that didn't go well. And then, you know, I was like, and, and ice cream's weird because it's not stuck. So, but I think that's why I get that dumping syndrome. So that's what that's called is when you eat too much sugar. Um, you literally kind of feel, I don't know, I've never had a heart attack and I don't want one, but that's what I <laughs> imagine it. It's like you sweat, your heart pounds, like you're going to die. It feels like one of those cartoons with yeah. a hat like yeah. comes out of your boom, chest, boom, but it's boom, like, boom. Um, that, that should sound good. <laughs> um, so, um, and, and there's nothing you can, so I was like, not to be gross. I was retching, but like nothing actually came up because it was nothing to come up because I think it had already passed into my It just triggered you up. And it just, but it was like I was gagging. But in that case, it wasn't something being stuck. It was Ugh. just the sugar. Yeah. So you can't so, do that. So throwing up is one. Yeah. That's a other? big one. That's a big one. That's a big one. I can, for somebody um, who would rather chew her arms off than throw up. Yeah. that That's a big one. I mean, I just... I don't know. Like in the beginning, I, I just figured it would pass, you know? Um, I figured it would be like, okay, well this might happen until I get the hang of it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. It's six years in either. (laughs) Like I got like rocks in my head or something. I don't know. I, you know, it's, it's less. Um, but yeah, I don't eat Chinese food anymore at all. At all? Nope. Can't. Rice, nope, cannot eat rice. Not even, not even a friggin' grain. Really, not one grain. Yeah, it expands in your stomach. Pasta, the same thing. Um, I can have pasta every now and again, but like, um, it's just number one. You're supposed to stick with your protein. Um, and if I'm not nourished correctly, like I I look back at pictures when I was losing my weight, and like people like you look so great. I look like. I, I don't even know. I had like 12 strands of hair. So this is Three the of thing. them were my bangs. I remember I you through like, the whole thing. Yeah. And your hair was the only thing that I was like, wow, her hair took a hit. Because you have fantastic hair. No, I have really thin No, hair, but you but... always have it cut beautifully. Thank I always you. love your hair. <laughs> and even when you were losing it and it wasn't, I knew it wasn't where it should be. You still had it looking good. But right. that's well, the thank thing. thank you. But I think you might be fibbing the, a No, bit. but that's the thing I noticed. I was like, her hair took a hit. Yeah, That's what it I was noticed. bad. It was really, really, really bad. So what happened to your hair? Um, it falls out. Like, it just falls out. And when I talked to the doctor about it, the doctor explained to me that um, you're in such a state of malnutrition that your body uses all of its nutrients that it's getting to keep your heart pumping, to keep so your, your hair brain suffering. functioning, things that it doesn't need, like hair. What were your nails like? The same thing? Um, I don't really have that great of nails anyway, um, but yeah, they were they were thinner and more brittle. Interesting. And my hair texture was weird. It's not that it was just falling out, but it was like very dry. So, but you have very minimal fat in your diet too. Like you know, so you they, can't eat any fat. Like, could you eat fried foods with fatty? No. Oh my Kill god, you. I ate a clam once on vacation <laughs> in Maine. <laughs> 
so good. <laughs> One time I had a clam. <laughs> Sounds sick, right? Um, yeah. Nope. Ate it off. Like, and I wanted that so bad. Never so again. bad. Never nope. Again. No thanks. Is it, did you throw it up or it just killed oh, you? Oh, yeah. Nope. <laughs> right in the bathroom. And like, my whole family knows now. Like, they know the look on my face. And I don't say I'm going to the bathroom. I go, I'll be right back. <laughs> I'll be right back. And it's they're coming. like, you know, like gonna... the kid's like, oh, mama. And I'm like, it's, yeah. I'll be, I'll be right back. I'm going to visit my like, girl again. the water comes in. It's so bad. Oh, yeah. Blah. Yeah. No, I know that feeling well. Oh, that's gross. It's pretty gross. Yeah. So we have hair. We have uh, vomiting. It's yeah. like great. great yeah. Um, t- my teeth have taken a hit and the doctors don't 100% know why, but um, I've always had great, strong teeth my whole life. And um, the last five years, I've had more dental work. I would think that would coincide with the malnutrition, though. And vomiting. And the vomiting. Well, right. Right. And I've said that. Like, I've said that. And I've said the gastric bypass. um, And I brush my teeth, like, constantly. Um, But my mouth is a lot drier, too. That's the only thing I can say. Like, I I just don't think it helps. I don't know if that's the cause. um, But it definitely, I don't think it helps. Do you have anything else you want to add? Um... So when I, yeah, I have a, I have a big piece that I want to add a big piece. It's Um, all you. I mean, you tell what you want to tell. All right. So before I had this, um, and looking into it all these times, like I said, I'm a very successful person. Um, you know, went to college, um, then went to hair school because that was always my dream. Opened up my own business, you know, wanted a husband, found one, married him very You're quickly. You're driven. You are driven. I'm driven, you know, wanted kids. No, you can't have kids. Screw I'm going to fuck you. I'm, I'm having kids. Yep, I'm having kids. <laughs> I got two now. How do you yep, feel now? That's right. Um, and like I said, the, the weight I couldn't do by myself. Um, and with all the people that I did have, um, that I did have kind of around me that had the surgery. Um, I had one girl that I knew that died, um, to, she died after the surgery. Yeah. Um, as a complication of not directly. Um, she started to, um, have, um, she started to pick up alcohol and pills. Um, and she was a dear friend and she just couldn't get a handle on it. And, so that brings me to my issue with the gastric bypass um, that I was well aware of because of my friend um, who I lost. I lost her uh, the summer I was pregnant. So that was like the summer of 2013. Um, so it was fresh when I had the surgery. Uh, I'm sorry, 2008. 2008. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was about five years before my surgery. But it was that was one of my things like, ha ha. I'm not going to have the surgery because I'm not going that way, that way. Um, and so, and it, it's switching addictions, um, is a huge, huge problem for people that have this surgery. Um, and this is, this is a side I've never heard of. Like, yeah. So it's pretty common. Um, and they do talk about it. They don't. So, Back to like the beginning of the surgery and you asked me like what I did. So, you know, I had to meet with a nutritionist. I had to meet with a counselor. Um, I had to go to the, like the support groups, which is basically a sales pitch. Um, I've been to enough now right. to realize 
it's really not a support group. It's not like a, a bereavement support group where everybody, um, you know, shares their experience. It's a sales pitch. And I know because about a year after my surgery, I was asked to speak. And how I was asked to speak and why I was asked to speak is because I look so damn good. And I did. Yeah. And yeah. I checked off all the boxes. And I was, you know, his superstar and his success story. Um, so, you know, you go to these quote unquote support groups, but nothing really substantial goes on there other than the sales pitch for them. Okay. Um, and I know, you know, I'm grateful for the doctor. For that surgeon in particular or for all of them, all of the, because I've been to several now. Um, so it's not just him. He's a wonderful surgeon. He's, he is caring, but he's also doing his job Mm -hmm. and getting as many people on that table and making the money. Um, and there is, I think a lot of people that become speed bumps in the process. Yeah. Um, I think that the going into it, um, and the aftercare, I think the mental part is a huge thing. Um, and I do have some mental illness in my family. Um, not that, you know, we're Irish and Catholic and we don't talk about that stuff. Look at we're all around Boston. Uh, we all you know have a little mean? bit in our so family. So we just don't, you know, like, we're fine. Um, so after I had it, um, my life got real. It was life on life's terms for sure because it sure as hell wasn't my terms. And it got um, scary and bad really fast. So October of 2013, I had the surgery. Um, I wasn't eating food yet when my mother had a heart attack the next month. Um, and then my dad, who The very had next been, month your mother had an heart attack. Yep, November, she had a heart attack. And my father really didn't know how to deal with it. So I stepped up, as I usually did. And uh, so, you know, I'm running the business, taking care of the husband and the kids, um, the house. Um, my dad was already sickly. He has uh, had vascular problems and uh, a host of comorbidities, uh, mostly due to his drinking as well um, and smoking prior in life. Um, and unfortunately, we lost him in February 2014. So within like three months, I had, you know, one have a major heart attack and then the other one died and left me. Um, and That was tough. I remember that happening. It yeah. And it was like, I've been through so much in my life. And again, I don't like help. And I don't, you know, I was like, I'm fine. I got it. Shit happens. I'll figure it out. Um, I didn't know how to figure it out, especially without food. Food is like my best friend. Um, you know, it was like, you have to find a new there. coping mechanism. I had no coping skills whatsoever. I don't know if I missed that day in school. <laughs> um, I it's don't, not something people I teach. don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where I missed it, but I missed it. Um, so you're not supposed to drink for like a full year. Um, and nobody really explains why they just say, stay away from alcohol for like a year. Um, yeah, that I literally picked up my first drink three weeks after surgery because it was liquid and it was clear liquid and you could keep it down and I could keep it down. It made me feel good. Does it make you drunker quicker? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. I have two sips and I was like already buzzed, already buzzed and already thinking about the second drink. Um, so over the last five years became an alcoholic. Oh, slowly but surely. Um, and that was nothing that, you know, I drank in my 20s, you know, teens and 20s, like potty girl. Um, but the last five years, um, up until July of this year, 
um, has been a horror show and my life's become like completely unrecognizable. Um, and I don't really feel like I would have gone that direction if it weren't for the surgery. Do you think you would have gone back to food and Absolutely. gone that direction? Oh, yeah. I might be dead. <laughs> I might be, right. you know, 400 pounds in like a double wide casket. I don't know. Do they have <laughs> double wide caskets? They must, right? Um, you know, I'm not saying I would have been healthy. Um, and my husband completely hates when I say this. But nobody put me in rehab to be in 350 pounds. You're right. And that's the You're truth. right. But overeating doesn't cause the problems that alcohol can. Absolutely right. So, um, you know, that's a true statement as well. So I will say that I found AA and not to get all preachy and stuff, but the 12 steps have taught me more about myself in five months than therapy you needed. It literally, I've sat in so many therapist chairs since my twenties and on and off medications. And, you know, I still have a therapist and like, that's, you know, helpful to a degree. But what you need is to fill that hole that you're trying to fill with something. Right. You know, food, alcohol, drugs, Whatever. sex. Yeah. My husband would be so thrilled. You know what I mean? <laughs> or would my husband uh, love yeah. sex with my issue? <laughs> um, you know, whatever it is, gambling, shopping, you know, we've, we've all got a thing. Um, some people can still have a thing and kind of do it responsibly and walk right. that line. I have no line. That You draw a line, I like jump 10 so now that you're sober, yeah. Now that you're thin, yeah. How are we feeling? Um, scary, like an infant that doesn't know how to walk. Yeah, real scary. Are you finding new coping mechanisms? Um, I'm trying. Yep, I'm learning every day. Um, a lot of meditation, prayer, um, which I stopped. I was, you know, like we went to Catholic school, school, right? Went to Catholic like, high I'm school. like, I'm a good Catholic girl. I believe in God. I believed in God, but after. Uh, Everything that happened and losing my dad and um, I, I was real angry at God. Like, yeah, I don't know, it's just like all about God. But um, I just think that without letting, you know, and I don't care what you call it. You can call it higher power. Like you can call it the tree outside. I don't give a shit what you call it. Um, I just think that you need something bigger than yourself. I totally agree um, with To you. help you out in life. I totally agree and, with you. Uh, and you need help in life. Everybody needs help to some degree. Right. And God, do I hate that. Well, and you can't be afraid to ask for it when you need it. Right. Exactly. Well, Jen, that is <laughs> quite a story, my love. I yeah. can't thank you enough for sharing with us because, yeah, you, you know, there's people out there who are either thinking about having it done, yeah. are going through some of the well, issues. Well, I was going to ask, would you do it again? Um, I would, but I would pay way more attention to the... You know, and I, I knew about it. I just thought that it would never happen to me. And it was such a slow process um, happening that I just, by the time it was bad, I couldn't get my own handle on it. Um, and I think that I would have um, done more if the doctors were not going to get me more help right away and support right away. I would try to find that um, as I'm in um, recovery now. I have met so many people in this position. I I think that I've said this before, but um, maybe not on air, but 
I can pick people out of a crowd. Um, and that includes AA meetings. I can look around and go like, you had gastric bypass and you had gastric <laughs> bypass. I can do the same thing with hairdressers. You're a hairdresser. <laughs> You're, like, they're my people. You know right, what I mean? Right. It's like Water I can, seeks I can its own just, level. I can absolutely find them. And um, they, they all ended up in the same place too. Now, not everybody that has a surgery is going right. to go down that road. Um, and I was very, but I was very fortunate. The surgery was a success. Like I didn't have any major issues. I have other girlfriends that they've, I have one girlfriend in particular, in particular, she had hers very early on. It was, um, the bypass, but it wasn't laparoscopic. It was the big cut. And she's had 30 surgeries (gasps) since then. 30. That's ridiculous. So, I mean, I feel lucky on that and I can move and I can go to Disney and I can fly in a plane and I can do yoga and you and know you look great i'm way more bendy and i look great in look clothes great. in look, clothes well don't we all look great in clothes, in clothes. any woman who's had kids at this age yeah, we have to know. wear our it's clothes like, well yeah it's different all right i'm going to ask this if it's too personal you don't have to answer it what made you decide to go to recovery what was the final i didn't have here? a choice my Somebody, husband was my like husband. absolutely he like, had it. we are like not we are done he was um not but if i did not get help we were not going to make it and uh that and that's how he had to be because like i said i am not an easy person mm-hmm. um and i'm not rational <laughs> and i'm stubborn and, and i'm sure when you're uh, drinking that's not any better <laughs> no oh my god yeah no nope 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 so yeah so, um, I, I do wish that I had maybe found OA, um, when I was heavier, um, and maybe even before the gastric bypass, not to say I still wouldn't have needed that, but I think that the internal help just makes me feel more at peace. Well, cause you're eating and, for and a reason. Being, you're drinking for a reason. Right. Right. And I, I really think that, you know, maybe not everybody, but certainly myself, I can't speak for everybody, but. There are so many people that are in this position um, of being just trapped in their own skin and they, and they don't know what to do. Um, and like anything that you become addicted to, um, no matter what that is, you need it. You maybe didn't need it at first. But now you do. But now you do. <laughs> and whether it's a certain level, level of sugar in your body for your brain um, or, you know, alcohol um, or drugs or, you know, whatever it is. You need that in your body. It doesn't take much for your body to decide it needs it it all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, my comorbidities going into the surgery, I was borderline diabetic. That's gone. Um, My blood pressure ran high um, and average to high. Um, Now it's low to average. And I will say when it's low, I know it's because I'm dehydrated. you know, I, my joints are better. My knees are better. Um, I'm not, you know, my sciatic is better. Um, you know, everything in my life, um, physically is better, has been better. So would I do it again? I think I would do it again, but, um, you know, hindsight being 2020, I would absolutely take more steps to not, you know, well, it seems like being in a detox and a rehab's not that much fun. I can't imagine it would be. Yeah. But I, I imagine now that they've stripped away the fat, you're addressing why you were there to begin with. Yeah. And that's not an easy step. No. Nope. You know? Nope. Not at all. Well, so. you're pretty courageous for doing it. I gotta tell you. Thank you. And Thank you. I, I mean, I've I'm known so, you through the was... whole process and I never <laughs> knew any of this. You 
You hit it very well. Yeah, I'm a good. Not liar. that that's a good thing, but you you hit it very now I'm well. I'm just telling the truth all over the place. But that's how it's supposed to be, you know. Like yeah. so people don't know what to make of me because I'm like, this is it. This yeah. is who I am, yeah. you know. Love it. I always leave came it. across like that, but you always I didn't really ever tell people. Yeah, but you like, always came across truth. like you had all your shit together. Yeah, you had all your boxes checked. Yeah. I got nothing together. But you know what? This is what like does anybody? I, I hate know. I hate watching Facebook when the you know mother sent her kid to school fake with the book? fuck the fake book with yeah, the bento book. box and yeah. I made cookies for lunch bullshit you did <laughs> you're laying in your pajamas like I am barely keeping your shit together and hoping to God your kids have to stay after school for something so you get five extra minutes so don't you know yeah, I'm so right. tired of this Facebook and everyone who's like trying to compare with that yeah. please no, please it's all fake I can't and be wrong it's all bullshit it's all bullshit and I you know maybe I think at least half the people don't have their shit together I think maybe. I'm going to say more than half. I don't know. I'd like to think there there are some normal people out there, but I could be wrong. But I'm not one of them. I think everybody, everybody's struggling with something. Yeah. Nobody is perfect. Nobody's got it all together. And I think the people who try to put out there more that they have it together. They're the worst. They're the worst. They are the least likely to have their shit together. Yeah. Yeah. No. So here I am. Well. Don't have my shit together. (laughs) But that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. We're all okay with it. This is my circus. Those are my monkeys. <laughs> I still don't have it together. But thank you for sharing that with us because yep. I know you've been through a lot. Yes. And, um, thank you. Thank you, you may for help, having me. You I may have very, that one I felt person. I very honored. Well, you may have that one person that you can help. Yep. You, you know, know I would like that. And um, yeah. You know, we'll have some I, phone I, numbers out. I was going to say, I, I am on Facebook and um, anybody that does listen that has a direct question, you can always uh, they can come through us. We'll get it to you, and yep, you can reach absolutely. out to them. Yep. You know, Thanks. it's. Um, I know there are a lot of people out there, especially this time of year. I mean, this is on the New Year's resolution episode, so a lot of people are like, "Let's go to the gym. Let's get this done. I want to lose weight. I want to do this." You have to know what's involved. You have to know what's coming down the road. And I also know you quit smoking, so that was the the part I'm doing. So you have, I'm sure you have you quit smoking, sir. You're addicted to one thing or another, right? Yep, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I know you quit smoking. So I mean, you've yeah. you've hurdled a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So stay away from the ice cream and we'll call it a day. <laughs> no more Jimmy's for you. Yeah, I'm definitely not having any tonight. I know that for sure. So thank you very, very You're much very again. Welcome. Have a wonderful Thanks, new ladies. year and maybe we'll have you in a later Sizzles episode. And scrubs all day, all night. <laughs> and scrubs. Like, subscribe, rate, and review the Scissors and Scrubs podcast on whatever podcast app you listen to us on. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Scissors and Scrubs. And email us any of your stories or thoughts to scissorsandscrubs at gmail.com.